Welcome to the Difference of 13 podcast, where we make a difference by doing it differently. Welcome to week... Uh, Nine. Nine. Wow, it's been that many already, huh? Right, time flies. Oh, we're still going. They haven't shut us down yet. Right. So, uh, congrats. I haven't run away yet. No, you have, well, you can't run. That's true. You wouldn't get very far. <laughs> Crawled, <laughs> slithered, I don't know, something. Well, crawling would hurt your knees. Right. Yeah. Unless we, I guess we get you a wheelchair, we could roll roll away. Roll, roll away. away is probably yeah. the better, better yeah. way, though. But welcome, guys. Uh, we have a very exciting episode today. We have a huge announcement that we will make at the end. Yes, we're going to make you listen. You're going to have to listen to the entire thing. I believe that's what they call a hook. I'm not sure. A Maybe teaser. Not. Teaser. Okay. Teaser. Yeah, still learning all the lingo. Yeah. Um, but we a couple things we wanted to ha- cover today. Uh, this episode is definitely going to be um, for you if you are somebody that eats the same fast food every day or every week. You go to the same Ooh. restaurant, let's say. I don't know um, anybody who does that. The person who only eats a certain thing at a restaurant. Maybe you go to different restaurants, but you only get the same thing. You only get the chicken parm. I, I'm, uh, I, I tend to find what I like and stick with it. Um, or the person that is still saying fetch. No. Mean, mean Girls? No. Yeah. Oh, I love Mean Girls. It's a yeah. great movie. Yeah. I've never actually seen it. That was just oh. put in there by uh, Sissy. Yeah. Form, so. you, you should watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually have no idea what I just said, but uh, if any of you guys do out there, please let me know. I'd love to, okay. I'd love to hear. Let's not tell Chris what it means, and we're just going to keep using it and see if you can figure it out. Um, he, he recently discovered what lit means. Yeah, well, it meant, it meant a different thing when I was growing up yes. in college, but uh, the young kids today, uh, I, I realized I'm getting older. You just made yourself old right there. The young kids today. The young today. kids, the youngins, yeah. 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 Well, you're over 30 now. So. I am over 30. So, uh, But we also, uh, so I think the big thing we're talking about is trying new things. So mm-hmm. um, how do we try them? What's the value of trying them? Why do you want to try them? Uh, so if you are that person that has the same routine, that does the same thing, uh, that's not necessarily a bad thing. I, I am certainly one of routines. My wife will attest to that. Um, but You eat the same thing for lunch every day. I had chicken thighs today instead of chicken breast. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Was there any seasoning on it? Any flavor? I mean, there's more fat in a chicken thigh, so that adds a little more flavor. But you didn't add any flavor. If the chicken's good, cooked well, you don't need flavor. Okay. Yeah, we'll go with that. (laughs) Uh, But the, uh, I think there is a time when trying new things definitely expands your horizons. It, it, you know, will lead to happier living, you know, life uh, in general. I think if we're going to get into business and, and talking a little bit about making that leap, if you are somebody who's stuck in a rut doing something and you're thinking about going out on your own, uh, well, I'll talk a little bit about that experience for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think one of the big things we want to talk about, speaking of happiness, was circling back on, and we talked a lot about the book Flow. Um, and again, I'm not going to attempt to say um, the brilliant man's name. It's Mihaly. You said you weren't going to attempt it, but now you did. certainly can't pronounce his last name. I apologize. Many letters, but he's Uh, a wonderful writer. He is. Um, But basically, so there are eight prerequisites to achieve the state of flow. So that's where I want to start today. Okay. Um, And do you know them off the top of your head without reading it off my computer screen? I do not. I can't read it off your computer screen without my glasses, so. We'll we'll take these over here. Now, the funny (laughs) thing is I can't read them with your glasses. Yeah. Um, so I think the first one is the first prerequisite is that um, the person needs to be engaged in a doable task. Um, or the first three, they need to be engaged in a doable task. 
They need to be able to focus and they have to have a clear goal. Okay. So I think when we talk about you know, what I'm trying to get better at, you know, when I'm, you know, particularly with, I guess this ties into our, our big uh, announcement later on, but in building for our big announcement, right. trying to you know, establish and be clear what everybody's goals were, mm-hmm. uh, and making sure I give people tasks that they can actually do, uh, and then trying to create an environment where they can actually focus. Because if you don't have those three things, there's no chance of right. becoming a And I think right? that first one is incredibly important. You know, if I, my whole five feet of being wanted to slam dunk a basketball, it's probably never going to happen without a ladder. So <laughs> you can get those little tykes hoops. You could well, I mean, I'm at like a legit basketball goal. You know, so that that's not a reasonable task. That's not something that is going to happen. So, yeah, maybe my goal would be, like, I can slam dunk in a little tykes basketball goal. So it needs to be something that you can actually accomplish. Okay, so let's, let's assume that you've, you've got something that you can actually accomplish. Mm-hmm. You've got a clear goal. I think that's a big problem with people uh, and work feeling unfulfilled and, and not being able to really enjoy what they're doing is sometimes there's just no clear goals. Right. Uh, I think it's, sometimes it's a little bit easier in school if the teacher does a good job of doing that. Right. Um, but... I know in his book, he actually talks about how kids, till they go to school, are in a constant state of flow. They're always engaged in something, always learning. Um, you know, they're learning more about themselves. They're pushing their boundaries. They're falling over if their parents are letting them. Uh, then they get to school, and they're forced into this adult environment with potentially some very unclear goals. Uh, and that's where we see a lot of kids sometimes fall out of the state of flow. Right. Um, but then, so if we go to the next one, uh, receiving immediate feedback. Uh, and then uh, basically, let's, let's, let's talk about that. And what does that mean, receiving immediate feedback? Well, it, while you're in the task, understanding whether or not you're moving closer to your goal or farther away from it, that the task itself has some sort of feedback component in it. So with the slam dunking the basketball, that's pretty clear. Like either you make it or you don't. <laughs> Did you get net that time? Were you closer <laughs> or farther away? Um, so yeah, and I think you know, in business, you know, the kind of talking about as we're going to talk about in a little bit, I think the market is always giving you feedback. Yes. Uh, and are people buying it or are they not buying it? If they're not buying it, the market's speaking, you need to listen. Uh, and it, but that goes to you need to know your numbers to be able to tell whether or not you understand what the market's saying. Because there's a lot of businesses where there's a lot of money coming in the front door, but they don't know what to do. Do with the money or they don't know what it costs them to get that money I know a lot of businesses making multiple millions and they're in the red yes so you know just because they sell a lot doesn't mean that they're doing well right. um, you know I think the other elements that they oftentimes you'll kind of you need to have a sense of control uh, that you can control kind of what's going on and I think um, when you're engaged and emerged in the in the task you kind of will lose sort of a sense of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you come out, you know, sometimes it could feel like a minute was three hours. It just was so wonderful. Um, or it can feel like three hours just flew by. Right. I mean, how many times have your kids been playing and you're like, hey, we, you know, you need to stop. We need to go to the store. And they say, just a minute, let me finish, you know, building my tower or whatever. And if it were up to them, it would be another three hours. Because in their mind, that is just a minute because they're so engaged in what they're doing. And then, you know, I think a couple of other ones where you need to escape from everyday frustrations uh, and feel like you can create your future world just because you're so 
concentrated and focused on the goals that you're mm -hmm. working on. So mm -hmm. if you have money issues, but you go to work and you just love what you're doing, you kind of forget about those issues. Right. Or if you talk about a basketball player like Alex from last, uh, or when she was lifting, she was talking about how that kind of clears her anxiety. So if she's nervous about things in life, lifting just kind of puts her in this state where nothing and none of that matters right now. She's so focused on what she's doing. There's a clear goal. She needs to get the weight from point A to point B. Um, and then I think we talked about being transformed. Was that eight? I think we got eight. Yeah. Oh, I think the, and we talked about the challenge level of the activity must be uh, equal to the person doing it, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, so those are the uh, the eight the eight prerequisites. We'll have uh, Sissy put those out, and that might be confusing if you're just listening. That way, you can just look at you know look in the description and see them there just for reference. Uh, if you haven't read the book or listened to the book, really strongly recommend it. We'll put that link uh, or the name of the book in the uh, show notes as well too. Right. It's it, it applies to everyone of all ages, really. Yeah, I think as it, it would help parents understand their kids, like w when they say, I just a minute, I'm building my tower, understanding that they're in that state of flow. And that's actually learning for them. They're not just wasting time. Yeah. So those are important experiences for them. Definitely. So um, with that taken care of, I think it's time to talk about uh, my leap into business. Yes. And I wanted to try something new. I wanted to stop getting a steady paycheck. And you wanted to try living on peanuts for a while, right? Mm -hmm. I think I'm up, I might be, are almonds bigger? I might be up to an almond. You might be up to an almond. Almonds yeah. are a little higher class than peanuts. That's true. Yeah. Still small, but higher class. Yeah. That's, that's how I roll. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're fancy now. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I think when going into the business, you know, it was, we talked, I think it was two episodes ago, um, we had Ted on, we talked about our just the model is so different. How when mm -hmm. I was in the insurance-based model, really realized I was not a good employee. Didn't enjoy what I was doing. I was not achieving the state of flow. My, Absolutely not. My wife will tell you I was miserable when I came home every day. Um, thank you, hun, for staying with me. Um, and so, you know, basically, the challenge wasn't didn't meet. You know, we can go through all that list of all eight. You know, I didn't. I didn't check any of those boxes in that setting. Um, so I decided to try something new. Try something different. Nobody that I knew of in the area was doing what we do now. Um, it was totally a, you know, flyer out of left field in a sense. You know, I obviously tried to do all my research and, and get started, but at, a, at some point, regardless who you are and when you're looking to start something on your own, you have to take a leap, and that's scary. It is very scary. It's you had a lot at risk. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. So my oldest, Lucas, was only I don't even know if he was a year old at that point. No, he 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 was a baby. Yeah. So yeah, that's. Yeah, I'm gonna have yeah. a baby and then you know yeah. see you later. Constant income. Yeah, I'm gonna have a baby, start a new business. That'd be great. Yeah, and my wife actually stopped teaching at that point. Or yeah. no, she was still teaching for that first year, but she stopped after that. Or no, no, she did stop teaching once she was born. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we had one income. One income. Yeah, that's fine. So let's just tear up that check and we'll just go no income. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, but yeah, I think honestly, when I look back and after reading, you know, the book flow and the more personal development stuff that I've read through. I think that was why I essentially did it was because mm -hmm. I just wasn't happy. I was not challenged. I was not in a place where I felt like I had clear goals because I had three people at a time. I couldn't focus on one person. Uh, you know, now when I have somebody for an hour, I feel, I literally feel like that time just flies by. Mm -hmm. uh, now there will be some times where it feels like it may be five hours mm -hmm. and I can't wait for that clock yeah. to turn. <laughs> um, but for most 
cases, I mean, it literally that hour, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm I only got five minutes. What am I gonna do? like? Oh, whoops. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's let's squeeze this in here before you mm-hmm. go. Um, but I it's I can't speak enough to how fun it is to live in that state and work in that state. And I think that's when we talk about our culture here, and that's what we try to foster is what are everybody's goals, what are they good at. Um, you know, how do you experience flow, or and how do you kind of when you're not experiencing it, what sort of new things have you tried and how have you gotten the courage to go do that? Well, I've, my, my flow state is usually, um, as I was reading that book, I was thinking about when I like to do a lot of sewing and designing and, you know, I can go up into my studio and think that I've only been up there 10, 15 minutes and it's been three hours because when I get into it, I just, it's challenging because every project is new and causes me to think and I kind of in a weird way hope that something goes wrong because when things don't go according to plan that's when I have to get really creative and figure out a workaround a new solution for it and I sort of like that I I like that challenge of having to to totally regroup and come up with a new plan on the fly and I usually end up happier with the end result than what my original thought was what do you enjoy about that process I, I like I like puzzles. I like figuring things out. I like the like I said. I like the the the, the puzzle part of it. The coming up with a new solution, and that's a lot of what I do here is come up with new solutions. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> and I think that's why I like this job because every day is different. Is every day is a challenge for sure. Um, and here I definitely forget. I lose track of time very quickly. And Chris is like, weren't you supposed to leave here about two hours ago? I'm like, yeah, just one more thing. Um, but it's the, again, it's that challenge. It's that, you know, how are we going to do this? We, we're always looking to do things new and different. And I like, the, I like that opportunity. I think, you know, when we look at, you know, making leaps or, or I think actually if we look at a lot of successful people, like we think of the, Job, you know, Steve Jobs, mm-hmm. or you think of um, any any guys like that. I mean, any industry leaders. You can go back to the railroads and the steel industries, and you know, people uh, with a Tesla who went from direct current to the alternating current. It, they did something different. They pushed the envelope. They said they saw something that they weren't necessarily happy with was inefficient. They thought they could do it better, mm-hmm. uh, and they pursued it. Um, I think Tesla. I watched a documentary on him a couple weeks ago. And he lived in like crazy poverty for a long time until he got his concept to actually work. And thank goodness he did because now we have right electricity. Yeah, <laughs> we kind of we're fond of that. A little more efficient. Yeah. Uh, but if he had just gone totally with what Edison was was mm-hmm. pushing with the direct current, I mean that was super inefficient. It got weaker. The electricity got weaker as it went along the around the circuit. And um, but he totally changed the way that we live today because he did it things differently and i think if you really want to be successful in life if you want to be stand out i think you there's you want to be i think we should be celebrating doing things differently right and too many institutions want you to do things the way they've always been done you know it's like well that's not how we do it here we've always done it this way and for me that's the kiss of death when i hear that particularly in a work environment I, I know immediately that's not the right place for me because I don't want to always do it the same way simply because that's the way we've always done it. Right. I think there's a reason why behind that. Right. It, it's you know. tested and, and battle proven. Okay, that makes sense. But I, I think the second in, in a 
business or an institution gets to the point where you stop fielding suggestions and stop right. exploring them because you have the way to do it. To me, that's that's the start of the decline of the business. You know, yeah. When you talk about you know the rise, the growth phases, mm-hmm. the peak, and then you know basically when they, when you've leveled out, do you find another way to keep growing or do you die off? Right. Uh, I think personally, like when we talk about personal development, I think you talk about businesses or institutions. I think everybody follows that same trajectory. Right. You continue to develop, and then if at some point you stop personally developing yourself, what are you doing? You're not going to be happy. You're going to kind of fall off. Your relationship qualities are going to drop down. Um, you got to try new things, continue to push yourself and challenge yourself. Well, with uh, aging and dementia, there's a lot of conversation around the people who stay more actively engaged in activities that challenge their mind. And I know there's the, you know, the do a crossword puzzle a day to stave off Alzheimer's, which I think that's a little too simplistic. But I think the, the thought process, pardon the pun, the thought process behind it has some validity that the people who continue to try to grow and think differently about things and look at things a different way, that just keeps their, their brain functioning. And perhaps it does help stave off dementia. I mean, my, my grandmother actually has been diagnosed with dementia officially, and, um, you know, she does so much better when she's with people, when she's talking and, and in a social setting. It's, mm-hmm. She's just a totally different person. Yeah. Um, when she's by herself, she's confused. She's disoriented a lot of the times. It's hard to see, and so, you know, I think you know, my parents have moved her closer to them, and, and so they can kind of go over there and visit a little bit more so. And, um, but, yeah, I think there's definitely truth to that, uh, for sure. So... What about from a, you know, we could get into fitness and all that sort of thing. I think what I'd like to ask you about is what about parenting? Parenting. They, there are a million and one parenting books and they're all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> At least they were with my kids. Um, our pediatrician, I loved him for this. I would come in and I would say, you know, my child's doing this, but the book says he should be doing that. And he's like, your two-year-old did not read that book, so he doesn't know what he's, quote, supposed to be doing. And, you know, he was like, the books are great for sort of a guideline, but you can't assume that what has worked for all these other people is going to work for you and your child because every everybody's different, and then you throw a relationship between two people in the mix, and you really have a different situation that you can't replicate. Um, so you have to be willing to try new things. If you've been doing it one way and you're not making progress, don't keep doing it that way. Try something different. And don't be afraid to go a little out there. Weird things work sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I think that's one thing I've certainly seen you know, just in, in our family. You know, my in-laws, and, you know, they parent differently than we do, and, mm-hmm. and that's fine. Um, and I think, you know, I think you do need to parent in the way that fits you and your beliefs and your values. I think that kind of comes back to understanding who you are and what you believe in and how, you know, we talked a couple of, which episode it was about letting kids fail versus trying to protect them from every single right. thing. And we approach that differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's fine. Yeah. And, but I think you can't be afraid to do it the way that you believe uh, it's going to produce a better result or a way that makes you feel fulfilled and that you're, you know, putting your child in the best place to succeed. Um, so yeah, so we're certainly not parenting experts by any sense of imagination, but I think I just thought the topic of doing things differently, you know, parenting the way that you feel is, is the best. Obviously, do your homework and, and yeah. read the research psychologically. I mean, the, the books on. have a lot to offer. There's there, a lot to think about, but don't 
assume because the book says you're supposed to do one, two, three, that first off that that's magically going to work because it probably won't, um, but that that's the only way to do it. And that if you're not doing it that way, you're wrong because it's not true. Yeah. You know, you have to look at, is your child successful? Are you, do you feel successful as a parent? And if you are, then you're probably doing it right. Well, speaking of success. Yes. I, uh, Can I, I tell them? Not yet. Not yet. <gasps> I, I wanted to talk about, if, if any of you guys uh, are business owners listening, uh, I do want to tell you about a great program. Uh, and I'm, I'm totally plugging this on my own. I'm not getting mm-hmm. anything for this. Uh, 10,000 Small Businesses by Goldman Sachs. I'll have uh, Sissy put a link into the, the bio or description here um, for, for you to kind of check that program out. If you need, it's a referral. You have to be referred by somebody who's graduated. I graduated from it about, I guess, what, four months ago? No, three, four mm-hmm. months ago. I'm happy to, to chat with you and be happy to kind of give you a recommendation if you like what you see there. Uh, but it is one of, I think, when we talk about thinking differently in business, mm-hmm. Yes, you can think of doing things very differently, but it's a little different than expressing yourself by changing the color of your hair. Right. You're, you're taking a big financial risk uh, of your time you're investing. You want to make sure you obs- uh, assess opportunities that are out there. And, and this, this course really forced me to look at business uh, and look at how I, I assess opportunities, how I come up with ideas and what are pie in the sky's ideas versus what are, you know, of blue sky ideas, which would be kind of the ideal, where it's a little bit above the norm, different sort of what other people are doing, but but reasonable. Uh, and then you know, looking at that, doing what's called market sizing and understanding the market and really how big is your opportunity, researching your competition. I mean, this course was it was an MBA course for you to do while on your in your business. So mm-hmm. basically, what it is is you go to this program in your quote spare time. Yeah, in your spare time. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is a, quite a commitment. You run your own business, and then you're going to do about ten to fifteen hours additionally a week. Um, but you're basically working on your business, and you get out of being in your business. Mm-hmm. And the whole premise of the program is to develop a growth opportunity, um, which sort of is our announcement. Yeah. Um, so in the program, what I had to do was assess my opportunity. I, I obviously like to think differently, think about different ways we can do things and challenging the status quo. And we actually went in with the idea of growing our online golf training. Right. Um, and after about four weeks, I was actually talking to all the other business owners that were there. We realized, you know what? Golf is cool but helping small businesses and their employees from an employee wellness standpoint is even better. Um, I, I so, got a text from Chris, which change a game plan. I'm like, okay. Yeah, we totally changed our entire plan once I was, yeah. once we were there and we saw this, we did the market sizing. So we thought differently that brought us to this program. And then while we were there, we, you know, our environment, we met more people, we learned more. We did our actual homework of sizing the market and realized, you know what? Yes, we want to grow online, but we're going to grow online differently. Um, that actually has nothing to do with our announcement today. No, but that, uh, that's another announcement. <laughs> um, we just got announcements all over the place. But, but that was an important thing for us was to, yes, we were going to do it differently. We were going to challenge what we were doing and change it up because what we were doing was working, but we wanted it to be better. Uh, and we've actually now we're launching an entirely new vertical to our company. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm saying. Lots, lots, lots going of, on. Lots but, going on. But I mean, that, that to me is kind of the most recent Mm-hmm. Uh, example of thinking differently and being open to changing on the fly. If you see an opportunity that comes and that opportunity is actually a little bit better, like take it. There's nothing wrong with, it's not saying that we failed at golf online training. It's right. saying, you know what, there's lots of other people doing it. 
we'll continue to offer it, but we're going to put all of our effort into this other opportunity that we're going to pursue. And I think that's a huge part of growing is always being open to opportunities and, you know, at least consider them. Yeah. And I mean, all the work that we did in our golf programs and we were putting all of our energy into that, all those processes and systems, those are all coming over to our new, to our new, uh, the new vertical that we're launching. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so important. So it, it wasn't time wasted. No, not at all. That was part, that was time. It was learning. Yes. And we made money while we learned. So I mean, what's mm -hmm. better than that? <laughs> it's like getting a scholarship to school. Win-win. Uh, yeah. Right. Um, but I think without further ado, let's do drum roll. Our sound person's going to hate us for that. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so. As much as we love Morrisville, we're not leaving Morrisville. Um, we're branching out. We're yes, going to have our for the first time. We're going to have two locations, and we're going to open a satellite facility at um, Briar Creek Country Club. This week, actually. This week. So, fingers crossed. We got it. Everything ready. We haven't closed yet. We're still open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, we're super excited. We got uh, yeah. Bobby is a, an amazing therapist. He actually just finished a, a fellowship down in Florida. He was an intern here with us. He was a great intern, which is why we pursued him. Yeah, it wouldn't be smart if he wasn't good to have pursued him. So no, no. That was good that we that he said yes, thankfully. Yeah. Um, but we're super excited. I think from a business standpoint, this is a new phase for us where we're, we're actually going outside of our walls here uh, mm -hmm. and and trying the, the multiple brick and mortar. Right. It's it's a big step for me, the the loss of control. I can no longer see what's going on. And yeah, without getting in my car and driving across town. So we're trying new things, trying new things, spreading our wings. Yeah. So we are we're, we're super excited to be uh, we're going to be located over at the Barkley Country Club in Raleigh. Uh, we're so excited to be a part of their community. We're going to be integrated with all of their programs, their yeah. tennis, their golf. Their, they have uh, some great fitness. programs, great folks working those programs. So it'll be fun to work with them. Yeah, so we're really excited about this uh, new opportunity that we have. So um, if you are listening, if you are looking at opening a clinic, if you are um, another country club member somewhere else and you're interested in having those sorts of services, we're more than happy to chat with you about mm -hmm what you would need to do to kind of get a program like what we're running over there up and start. It doesn't even need to be us. Uh, I just think that what we're going to be able to offer the members there is just going to be so valuable to them. It's certainly going to be new and different for them. Right. Can you uh, imagine having a physical therapist just a couple of blocks from your house? Yeah, or just, you know, pop over to the tennis court and, and you know, have the lesson with your, your tennis pro and you and you're talking biomechanics and what you're trying to do technically, or we're going to be able mm -hmm. to pop over to the driving range. Mm -hmm. And when they're doing a swing and swing lesson and we can say, well, physically they can do this or they can't do that. Uh, I mean, just to be totally integrated in that setting, uh, it's basically going to be like a tour trailer at the club. Yeah. Um, where we have, you know, all the technology that we have here is coming over there. Uh, it's going to be just so, so fun. And we're going to bring the model of the value-based programming and the value-based physical therapy that we talked about when Ted was on a couple of weeks ago to their front steps, like to their neighborhood, literally. Right. That's what I'm saying. Just... Two, you know, two doors down, and it's all right there. Right. So I mean, I mean, literally, they do not have to leave their neighborhood. Right. They can work out. They can go to PT, massage. They can eat, drink, be married. Right. <laughs> um, so it's we are very excited to be going over there. So um, you know, please uh, share in our excitement. Mm -hmm. if, you know, if, yes. if you are local, come check us out over there. Um, we'd it's love a, to show you around and and. Uh, Share excitement with you. Yeah, it's a big step. I've lost my words. I'm so excited. I know. So, 
but yeah, but I think that's that's about I think all we got today. That's our yeah, big announcement. That's, Come, that's, hopefully that was big enough. Lot. Hopefully that was worth <laughs> you, you taking the last few minutes of your day to listen to that. Um, but we we uh, can't wait to see next week. I think what do we got on the on the tab next week? I'm not sure. Look here. Oh, tips for getting back in the groove of Ooh, things. Yeah, I've so, experienced that. Yeah, because we got to, a lot of schools will be starting up and mm-hmm. um, you know, just getting out of the summer and more into the fall. And, um, so we'll be talking a lot, you know, from fitness to you know, health, school. Um, and I think we have a couple of very exciting guests coming up, too. I know. I um, like when we have guests. Not yeah. that I don't enjoy, you know, our special time, but. <laughs> special time, huh? <laughs> that's, what, that's what you're calling it? So, I don't well, know. So as always, uh, you know, thumbs up on YouTube, please. So Terry stays happy. Yes, I don't like thumbs down. It makes yeah. me very upset. Five stars on uh, iTunes. You write some reviews. Um, you can tell Terry how beautiful she looks on camera. <laughs> and uh, we really appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, yes. All those resources will be in the um, episode description. And if you have any questions, please reach out to us suggestions for um, any episodes. If you are somebody who is doing something differently, we want to talk to you. We want to uh, you know, yeah. learn more about you and what you're doing. It doesn't have to be related to health or anything of that nature. Um, just we want to talk to people who are thinking outside the box and, and share your story with uh, everybody out there. All right. We'll see you next time. See ya. Bye.